Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time once again for the Midweek War. And here, um, we're we are at our, our weekly Impact Wrestling group therapy session. Um, with me, as always, is uh, the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. Eamon, how are you feeling about Impact this week? <laughs> how am I feeling? This is a regular, uh, this is a regular therapy session. Uh, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should. I feel like we should be paying Dixie Carter like by the hour, just because it's good anger management, I guess. Probably <laughs> there, there, there's some good stuff on this week, but yeah, there's stuff we'll also get into. I took notes again this week, which is mm-hmm. fun. By the way, in um in um our description for this show, I passively aggressively put right at the end NXT superstar James Storm makes an appearance. <laughs> does <laughs> because oh man it's it's just fun um all right so Eamon, what is your one word for impact wrestling this week uh it would be i think the one that i've had in the past and that's inconsistencies yeah there's there's an awful lot of them um my my one word for this week mathematics <laughs> and oh boy we're going to get into it because they want to get into it so and this is only because they spend a lot of time talking about numbers. And which, which like, it's that like integral math. It's like if you know multiples of three, that's fine. Yeah, like like Eamon, do do common core math. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. I still uh, don't get the reference. None of us get the reference. It's fine. <laughs> no, common core math is something they teach like children now and since you're the youngest of the group oh that sounds awful yeah i know it's it's really not good it's very confusing it's actually about as confusing as the tna world title series oh boy um all right so amen what's your what's your good for this week uh my good for this week probably would be the main event okay with gail kim and awesome kong it wasn't you know it's like a spectacular thing necessarily uh it was weird because I, of course, because of the way they taped it, it felt like a lesser version of the pay per view match. Mm-hmm. Especially when they had the pay per view promo package that like laid out everything, and then they had the match, and it was like, oh, they kind of did some similar spots, and then like Gale beat Kong a lot easier. I thought it was really weird that the two wins they showed for Gale, she had help in both those matches. That's true. Like she had her husband and a referee help her beat Kong. The two times they decided to show, and I'm like, I know they've had more matches than that. Like, yeah, they can show they can show other things. Well, here's the thing: I don't think they have. Like, like, Awesome Kong and Gil Kim is known for this, like, this is like the biggest feud or whatever for the knockouts. But it's not like they have like a lot of matches, you know. But whatever. yeah, I mean, I'm sure they have more than what they showed. But yeah, uh, my good this week is DJ Z versus Tigre Uno. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was excited that DJZ got to win a match. Yeah, that was nice. I honestly thought that out of that X Division group, he was going to be the only one uh, stuck with a goose egg for the whole time because Impact, uh, TNA in general, just criminally misuses Zima. Criminally misuses him because he's one of the most talented guys they have on their roster. He's actually still signed to Impact and not injured and... You know, you'd you'd think they'd use the guy more, but uh, it was it was he had a great match this weekend. Uh, it was great to see him get a win. 
Yeah, I agree. There's a there's a part of that that I'll get into later, though. But uh, no, I understand it was a really good match, and yeah, it was really fun. All right. Uh, so, Eamon. Now I know it's difficult to choose one thing. What would be your bad this week? Uh, I got my notes now. Oh yay! Eamon's notes of horribleness. This is my I will favorite say, part. I will say one good thing that I know. Well, there was one good thing that I noted. Um, from in, that I put in my notes was uh, they they had a promo in the beginning from Ethan Carter right after his match with Lashley from last week, uh, where uh, he basically defended his actions or whatever, uh, hitting Lashley with the low blow, and uh, he used the phrase quote "carpe diem" via carpeing those nuts. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan, I know you're listening. I hope you are. I know you're reading the tweets anyway. Thank you for being the shimmering beacon that is TNA. That is TNA wrestling. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, um, but going to some of the bads, and a lot of these are commentary things, but there's some that aren't. Um, uh, for the Matt Hardy uh, Robbie E match, uh, uh, Pope saying that uh, Matt Hardy should should receive a WrestleTarian award. Oh God, I missed that. Because of how gracious and amazing a person he is for giving up the world title after he cheated to win it, uh, they re- that's the big that's the big story of the whole thing was Matt Hardy's such a great person. It's like okay, whatever. It's like no, he's not. Like if Matt Hardy was such a great person, when Dixie put him in the match, he should have said, "You know, Dixie, you don't have to have my brother as referee. We can take care of Ethan ourselves." Yeah, but hey. Uh, Pope also, another Pope line, uh, said, Matt Hardy used to remind me of Avatar or Leaf Cassidy. Now he's more like a Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> oh, God. I thought, uh, he sa- I thought he said that about Robbie E. No, I think he said that. No, I'm pretty sure he said that about Matt Hardy. I thought, I thought he said that about Robbie E. Because I think he went to say like Matt Hardy was more like edgy or whatever, and that makes him Tommy Dreamer. I don't know. Yeah, that's more like he's uh, Sexton Hardcastle than Avatar. Get it? Yeah. Edgy. edgy. <laughs> I'm sure that popped the popped the uh, that that popped the, the rating. Uh, the popped the rating. Oh, by the way, uh, according to Josh Matthews, we are now trending live on Twitter. <laughs> Hashtag Midweek Four is trending. Hey, you know what? If they yeah. can live, about it, so can we. Sure. <laughs> and uh, we're I'll and we're filming live. <laughs> I noted that Aiden O'Shea botched snatching a horn. He tried uh, to snatch the horn from Steve, uh, Crazy Steve, and it fell to the outside, and he had to go out of the ring, grab the horn, and come back in to do their stupid spot. Why um, are Why are we showing matches that were never meant for television? <laughs> like like this match, the Greater Rockstar Spud match. These matches were not meant for television. These were dark matches. These were yeah. dark matches for the crowd. Were the, but was Aiden O'Shea versus Crazy Steve for the crowd? Because they didn't. I don't do know anything. if it was for anyone necessarily. Like it was really boring. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, there was also a comment in the in the uh, I believe in the promo package for the James Storm Abyss match. I think Josh Matthews said, uh, "Will Storm be dis- or will Storm be dispatched to a black hole?" never to be seen again. And I found that very funny. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's like Samoa Joe returning from the abyss. Or from oh. Oblivion. No, they said from Oblivion. 
If they said from abyss, that would have been really funny. <laughs> Jesus. Also, I noted, oh my god, the DQs in this match. Um, the James Storm abyss match, which mm-hmm. was too loose on the DQs. Uh, and the last thing I noted was stop mentioning that they don't come out with their titles. Stop mentioning that. Stop mentioning that Manic took off his mask. Stop mentioning all the things that are inconsistent. Stop oh. doing it. And back to the, the DJZ Tigreuno match, Josh Matthews pointing out, I'm surprised DJZ oh, isn't yeah. oh, on the shoulder God. of Tigreuno after Bound for Glory. I wanted to punch him. I wanted to punch him for that. Like It's like, why, why would you point that out? Why would you point that out? First of all, Bound for Glory was weeks ago. Second of all, I didn't even remember that Tigreuno got a shoulder injury. <laughs> Neither did I, but you know what? By the time they filmed new stuff, he could have had his shoulder reattached with a bionic arm, and he would have been healed in time to wrestle the next set of tapings. Um, okay, so let's get to my bad. Uh, <laughs> mathematics. Now, <laughs> as most of you know, I like to science things occasionally when it comes to my wrestling, especially when they are telling me that they have done the science. Um, Josh Matthews, as you can see by my lower third here, is not good at math. He is, in fact, very bad at it. <laughs> um, th- th- this goes for several people. Uh, I'll, I'll say Mr. Anderson. I'll say Grado. Uh, I believe there's someone else in there, too, whose name is escaping me. Uh, Crazy Steve. If you have had two out of your three matches and you have zero points... You are mathematically eliminated. No, I tried to figure that out too. Like, I was confused if, like, if you win at least one match, mm-hmm. like, and if everyone else maybe loses their others, but then, like, I, I, I guess but, that's true. See, the thing is, they have never mentioned what will happen with a tie in these that's a good groups, point. which means there will not be any ties <laughs> <laughs> because all these matches are filmed. They know the results. If there were any ties, they would have said, if a tie happens, blah, blah, blah. In fairness, they, should, they still should say what, if, what happens if a tie happens. They should, but TNA doesn't think. Again, they because the logic. Again, these numbers are just like multiples of three. Like, it's not like they're complex Well, numbers. no, you can also get a draw. Yeah, but there's only been one draw the whole time. Yeah, no, I know. But, and uh, another thing. Another thing. Uh, about about your math, Josh. Um, Ethan Carter has four points. He won one match and drew another's one. So he has four points. Um, Mr. Anderson has zero points. Mr. Anderson versus CC3. Josh said that Mr. Anderson can play spoiler for EC3. That is factually incorrect. Because nothing Mr. Anderson can do will make EC3 lose points. There is no losing points in this. There's only gaining points. So EC3 will either beat Mr. Anderson or or tie him, or even if he loses, he will still be at four points, which is the the second highest point total that will be in there. Uh If anything... If he if he loses, he will be tied with Austin Aries, and then they'll have to have some kind of tiebreaker. 
But then again, we haven't established what happens with ties, so let's not worry about it anyway. Yeah. So in other words, the Ethan Carr Mr. Anderson match we're going to see means jack all squat. It means yeah. nothing. And that is the problem with these kind of tournaments. Now, if you have something where you can lose points, okay, now we're talking. Or if you gain like a certain different, and, and this is kind of stupid, but like if like a say like a pinfall gave you a certain amount of points as opposed to like mm-hmm. a submission or something, like you know something like I think yeah. they did it with the Bound for Glory series. Yeah, um, which in the Bound for Glory series, I kind of wish they were doing that instead of this, because the Bound for Glory series is actually fun because you can like if you got to win, people will try to go for submissions more. Like even guys who don't do submissions, yeah, that made it more fun. It made it more enjoyable. But, and, this, but yeah, it creates a it creates a more of a differential between the point totals where you can do different stuff. Yeah, when it's only like three points for a win, one point for a draw, it's like, okay, like, yeah. And again, I would not be looking into this math as much if it wasn't shoved down my throat every time they spoke. <laughs> no, I, I seriously wouldn't be because if they had mentioned it maybe once or twice during the show. Okay, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have taken too much notice in it, but it's ev- It's during every match. It's in between every match. Like if uh-huh. you're going to throw that much numbers at people, make sure they're right. Make make sure you're correct, because odds are, judging by you know the math that you're not doing, you're gonna be wrong, and you're. Yeah. It's, it doesn't take much to look into it and see that you're wrong. I didn't even have to write any of this shit down because people only have one match left. But, uh, yeah, so stop doing math. Just just talk <laughs> about the matches. Talk, call no one, no action. Math. No, no, we like math. We here at the Wrestling Mayhem Show like and appreciate math. Aim and learn your goddamn common core math. I but hate math. I don't like math on my destination America. I don't like math when they're looking for Bigfoot. I don't like math when they're exor- <laughs> I don't like math when they're exercising demons. And I damn sure don't like math from Josh, um, Mrs. Mad- Mr. Madison Rain. I yeah. don't like it. All right, so Eamon, what would be your change for this week? That's a good question. I'm trying to think of what is specifically I would change. Um, <laughs> it just goes back to the don't film in advance. Because, like, there was a lot, there was some really, like, you know, stuff that, like, didn't work or, or just that, like, I think the glaring thing was, like, the Drew Galloway Grado match. Like, they showed mm-hmm. that promo for Drew Galloway, which is a good promo where he's like, I'm serious. I'm, you know, this is my life. This is everything that I work for. And then you go into a match with Grado. Mm-hmm. And. Well, to be fair, having fun in the openers, and he's not necessarily taking it seriously. To be fair, there was a there was a point, yeah. Like that. that... You right? Yeah, yeah. No, I I was gonna say like there was a point where Drew started slapping Grado around, saying, "Take this seriously." Like this isn't a joke. Yeah, and I get that. That was fine. I was okay with that. That that was fine. That was a good use of Grado. Good use of Drew. Um, my my change. James Storm and Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> NXT superstar James Storm. Um, you show the whole story of the revolution. That's fine. That that's their history. That's good. That's what you should be doing. 
Um, James Storm comes out to the Revolution Titan Tron. Okay, maybe he's trying to play head games with Abyss. Or maybe buy... he just does. Maybe he just doesn't have another Titan Tron. Okay, yeah, I'll buy either of those things. Also, note that Abyss was already in the ring, and I wonder yes. why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, probably because they came out to the same music. Anyway, <laughs> um, then you start talking, and. You literally just showed a promo where Abyss was super angry at James Storm. Abyss beat the hell out of James Storm. And he turned his back on James Storm as Manic, you know, took off his mask, but we're not going to mention that again. Um, Then you have James Storm talk to Abyss like they're friends. No. Just no. Um... Next time you're going to do that, you should recognize that promo makes literally no fucking sense. <laughs> um, and just cut to the match already in progress. That's what you should do. Yeah, I could see what they were trying to do. Like, they were trying to set up, like, a, oh, there's dissension. But here's the thing. If, if at the time of filming this, James Storm and Abyss were still in the same stable... Why would Abyss be like trying to hit him with a bar, uh, nail spike board or whatever? Like, I don't know. Um, also, we we need to stop using Janus. <laughs> no one is ever going to get hit with Janus. It's a lazy. It's every single Abyss match now. And it's the same spot every match. He tries to hit somebody in the corner, he misses, and the board gets stuck in the corner. Yeah. And then Earl Hebner has to try to act like it's stuck. Like, you know what? Use rubber nails. Make one with rubber nails. I don't care if it looks fake at that point. Make it look like it's an actual threat. <laughs> use ru- use plastic nails. I work at a toy store. I will get you plastic nails from a Home Depot set. Just put it in a fucking 2x4 and make me think that shit is real. Just, uh, something. But... but it- but it stuck to the turnbuckle pad or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Make me think it's a threat. Like when man, when Foley used the barbed wire wrapped around Sako, that's it's a piece of wire wrapped around a sock. But you know what? It fucking works. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it doesn't take much. Just one time, you need to get hit with with Janice. One time in the gut. Doesn't need to be in the head. Then you can say, oh my god, he's got eternal bleeding. Uh, by the way, Eamon, and this is no joke, Um, we might have a bit of an issue. I uh-huh. think I su- I think I summoned Don West. What? I th- <laughs> All right. It was about maybe 45 minutes through Impact, okay? And I was listening to Josh and Pope, and Josh was doing horrible math. And Pope was talking about Elijah Burke and Avatar and whatever the fuck he was talking about. And I just tweeted out simply, I really miss Don West. (laughs) And sure enough, not five minutes later, they show the clip of Gail Kim and Awesome Kong. And the first fucking voice I hear is Don goddamn West. I miss that voice. So I'm not sure if I'm a wizard I'm not sure, but um, next week I will try to summon another TNA relic. Not that, 
Not, not, not that relic. <laughs> but I will try to summon someone else from TNA's past. I'm not sure who it will be. But if they show up, we may have a serious problem on our hands. That's all oh, I'm going to say. I don't know. Um, I might try and summon Willow. Please do. I miss that guy. <laughs> Me too. Uh, oh, Willow. All right. Um, so, Eamon, was, was there anything else on Impact this week that we missed? Uh, not that I know of. Uh, we get an exclusive interview next week with Jeff Hardy. Oh, oh that's going to hurt. <laughs> what, yeah. Please bring back Willow. Please, please have Willow interrupt the Jeff Hardy interview with an umbrella to the face. I don't know how we would do that. I mean, we, we made the Bobsy Twins shows. We we made we made Olsen Twins stuff. We can do this, right? Right. Have Shannon have Shannon Moore just put on the face paint. It's okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Amon, where where do you rank Impact this week? Uh, it is third this week. There are some decent matches. I would say the main event, the X Division match, the uh, even Drew Galloway and Grado. Um, but overall, there's still just a lot of flaws with this tournament. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it number three this week. I feel like the last thing I hear before I die was the World Title Series will continue next week. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's never going to end. They said we were getting close. I'm like, motherfucker, we haven't even finished one group of matches. Uh, we still have a long time of this left, David. Yeah. Like, what I'm going to ask Santa for Christmas is that the World Title Series ends. We still got plenty of uh, Team Future 4 matches left. If they show them. If they <laughs> show them. We haven't seen any Team uh, Future 4 matches yet. Because, Are we not? No, because those were the two that they showed the finishes of, and not the actual matches. Wait, really? Yeah. I missed last week. I missed last week's impact. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, they showed, really did that. Uh huh. And one of the matches they just showed the finish of was Eli Drake versus Micah. And 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 Amen, 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 Amen. Guess how it ended. I don't want to know. Guess. Take a guess. Mm-mm. Take a guess. It's fun. It's so fun. Oh, God. It, it ended with a giant bus fire. That's how it ended. Double count out. Yep. <laughs> Double Future count four. out. Future four. So we've had two draws, Eamon. We've had two uh, draws. Was it a draw? Did they, they know it as a... Oh, yeah. They score that as a draw, even though they both lose. Mm. They, neither of them should get points because that, that that's both of them losing. That's not going to a time limit. That's our future, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is that is our future. All right. Uh, so, Eamon, where where can the good people of the internet find you? And please don't say impactwrestling.com. No, don't go there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Eamon Two Please, and you can follow Inspire Pro Wrestling. Uh, at uh, Inspire Pro Res on Twitter, and also we're doing a little tournament of our own this Sunday uh, called Tagcade that you can uh, get more information for at InspireProWrestling.com. Now, Eamon, in Tagcade, will I need to do any math? No, no math. Oh, thank no God. Math. Okay. You win or you, you win or you don't. You win or go home. <laughs> All right. I, I like I like 
I like those kind of tournaments that are, you know, tournaments. Uh, yeah. You can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machines. And also, if you're a fan of the Midweek Warren, God help you. I know you are because you're watching this thing. You're hearing us complain about Impact. But do you miss Lucha Underground like we do? I bet I you do. do. Mike. So do I, Eamon. In fact, I think I may watch Ultima Lucha this week just to get it fresh in my brain because this Tuesday on live.sogertrymedia.com, roundabouts 9 o'clock, we are going to have the producer of Lucha Underground, Krista Joseph. You may know him as Big Dick Johnson from WWE. He is going to be on the Mayhem Show proper and the Indie Mayhem Show. And we are going to try and get every little nugget of information out of Lucha Underground out of him as we can. Season 1, Season 2, we're going to find out how moths make car co- cocoons. We're going to see if um, if Ivelisse's leg is feeling better. I, ho- I hope it is. I want to know how skeleton ninjas can shoot lightning. We're going to ask so many questions. Least of all, when is Dario Cueto applying for a job of WWE Director of Operations? <laughs> We're going to ask all those questions and more. So if you have any questions for Krista Joseph about Lucha Underground, please send them into goodtimesatwrestlingmamshow.com. We are going to have a lot to talk about. So for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike. Stick to your math, do your common core, Josh, and uh, see us next week on The Mid-Week War!